Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly. And welcome back to Philosophize Sales, the show where we apply philosophical theories and questions to help us drive more business. My name is George Hogan, and let's get to it. So for years, I've always made a concerted effort to listen to as many demos and discovery calls as possible. I would listen to mine when I was on the front line, and I continue to listen to my team's calls, whether it be live and recorded. Of course, right now we're living in a time of pandemic. Everybody is working from home. I can't really do it as much live anymore, maybe on a phone call, but it's a little different when you can't see uh, everybody's faces and kind of watch their hand motions and other gestures. But I, but I do this for many reasons. And the thing that's always fascinated me is the balance between rep talk time and prospect talk time. The standard approach that most leaders suggest and sales folks try to hit is that 80-20 talk-listen split. But in reality, I rarely, rarely see it happen. Now, I know that Carnegie suggests that we need to do everything we can to help people talk about themselves. We want to get create an environment where they feel comfortable, where they want to say yes, and that's true. We want to do everything we can, even while we're talking to sales sales calls and prospects. We want to make sure that they're talking as much as possible, but sometimes it's a challenge. And furthermore, there's this widespread fear and concern over silence. For many, especially these hyper-outgoing, extroverted types, silence and gaps in communication immediately cause an uncomfortable environment. Same thing for introverts. It causes this, uh, this concern, this awkward silence, as everybody calls it, and everybody kind of attacks it differently, right? Extroverted people, they'll probably have enough reserve and just go into default and start talking about random stuff. It'll be banter. It'll probably be funny or silly or something that is somewhat relatable. Introverted people are going to probably also pull out of their reserves, but their reserves might be a little bit more tempered, maybe something about the weather or how's your family or that kind of stuff like this. But the concern for them and for everybody socially or professionally, especially on the professional side, is that silence results from a lack of preparation or on the social side, maybe a lack of human connection. The challenge is we really don't know how prospects are going to take it either as we don't know their type. How are they going to perceive silence if it's not really baked in, if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't have a flow? So in today's episode, we're going to discuss three main areas. One, uh, using strategic breaks to build meeting. Two, avoiding feature dumping. And three, what word vomit translates to in the mind of the prospect to help us today and for our philosophical question is can silence motivate and persuade people and to dive into that we're going to talk about henry david thoreau um, thoreau of course was an american philosopher and poet and environmental scientist um, his major work walden kind of draws upon each of those three identities um, as he's meditating on the concrete problems of living in the world as a human being, right? He was an existentialist. This is what he was talking about. Thoreau talked about that. Emerson talked about that. Whitman talked about that. So we, he sought to revive this conception of philosophy as a way of life, not only as a mode of reflective thought and discourse, um, but actually is a way to govern yourself as a person. Now, on a side note, I should also mention that I named my son Walden after Thoreau's work. So it's pretty important to me, and I think it should be important to everyone. So in his piece, Winter, 
Thoreau said this, and I think this is where we're going to really hang our hat today. He said this, silence sings. It's musical. I remember a night when it was audible. I heard the unspeakable. What he's saying here is that silence is not an absence of something like we think it is. It's not the darkness to light or volume and mute. Rather, it's this universal refuge. It's a sequel. It's a welcome background that we need. Or uh, as Thoreau kind of himself called it, it's a place where no personality can disturb us. If you've ever watched great public speakers, they always find a way to bake in moments of silence in their conversations, in their speeches, in their presentations. They do this usually after a really salient or tear-jerking point has been made. It's great for motivation, it's great for retrospection, and it's great for digesting what was just said. President Barack Obama was the master of this. But we can bake into our conversations and our discovery calls uh, a certain level of silence that's actually going to be a pretty dangerous sales weapon. So for our first sales point to attack, let's review how to use strategic breaks to build meaning. First, when I say meaning, I don't define it as comprehension. What I mean by that is we want to allow prospects to connect what you just said to their role and their job. Remember, we're trying to solve problems. And when we ask a question or respond to a question, we need them to personalize it. We're trying to solve problems. What are we trying to solve? A challenge they have at work a reason that they hate their job, we want to make their job a little less crappy, right? We need them to connect it. So it kind of sounds like this. Imagine that you've deployed this solution. You'll be able to see the performance of all of your overnight operations in one simple place. Imagine how much easier your morning checklist would be. This simple statement with a light directive, that's all it is, driving them towards using their imagination They're going to take time to consider. You can also use words like visualize, picture, envision. Whenever we say whatever our solution is, if we open it up with this really gentle statement, a little directive, and we paint this picture, we paint this world in which they're going to escape from their current problems at work, and then we allow them to think about it, synthesize it, analyze it, they're going to really start to think of it differently. In terms of silence, how long? Seven seconds, five seconds, that will suffice. But now the prospect is going to start to put themselves into the solution that you're selling. They have not only inserted themselves into the sales and buying process, they've probably already done that because they're talking to you on a demo or discovery call. But now they're thinking about how they will use this going forward. The next thing you're going to talk about, now they're there with you. They're literally walking with you. They're in your shoes as you guide them through this new universe of the solution that you're selling them. They took that big second buying step. Now, the second sales point that we need to discuss relative to silence is feature dumping. We've all done this and we've all seen it happen. I'm super guilty of it. It's the default that some folks go to when they're in a discovery or demo. uh, And rather than asking questions and listening and allowing for an open dialogue, they fear that silence. And the fear of silence drives them and us to 
dump feature after feature on the buyer. As you can imagine, this has a dizzying effect. And rather than listening and trying to piece together who, uh, how they can use this, they start to tune out. Now, if we had one of those little fun solutions, I don't think Zoom does it, but when you're uh, able to see if someone is paying attention or how focused they are on your demo or on your screen, um, they would have a pretty low rating there. Salespeople tend to link features with reasons. And if they give more features, then they give the buyer more reasons to buy. It also indicates that we're simply going down a list for memorization rather than taking the time to understand how our solution is going to benefit the prospects. Rather than saying, hey, look at this and look at this and look at that, we need to clearly and slowly take time to introduce the feature with silence. Introduce the feature and what it's going to do them for them and give them time to analyze it. Give them time to conceptualize their self in there. If we don't get to all the features, guess what? We can have another call. We can send another email. We can give them more later. What we're trying to do now is clearly align them with number one feature. Number one, how are you going to use it? Number two feature how are you going to use it? It's much better if you only get to through two or three or four parts, the most important parts, which you've already should have planned for, rather than listing all 10 amazing features. And lastly, let's talk about word vomit. This happens in almost every aspect of our life, right? It's small talk, it's gossip, it's banter. And in the sales world, it's just sloppy. Sales professionals need to be able to glad hand and have small talk, but everything needs to have a purpose, a reason for moving the deal forward. You want to get personal? Fine. Own it. Use that information to build a relationship. They have kids? Great. Learn their names. They have cats? Awesome. Figure it out. Don't, however, fill the silence with off-color comments and awkward jokes. Not only does word vomit make you look nervous, but it, you can also share too much information that's going to potentially derail the deal. I've seen it happen a lot of times. In the end, we need to leverage the very normal part of our lives, silence, to create an environment where prospects can reflect on what we've said and how it will benefit them. We need to slow down and be mindful of what we're saying and how we're saying it. As Thoreau says, in human intercourse, the tragedy begins, not when there is a misunderstanding about the words, but when silence is not understood. It's up to us as salespeople to guide that silence, to frame that silence. That's all for today, folks. If you have any comments or questions, email me at philosophizesales at gmail.com. This is George Hogan, and you've just philosophized your sales. See you next time. Halo 